Welcome to another episode of the Chill by Net podcast. This podcast is created for those who are passionate about their personal development, health, and well-being. This is a platform for you to come chill by my personal stories and weekly tips in becoming a better version of ourselves and to live a better present. But first, let's chill. My name is Jeanette. Welcome back. So the topic of today's episode is happiness. It took me quite long before I decided to do an episode on this topic on happiness. It's always been something that I wanted to talk about. But initially, I felt that this topic was beyond me. I mean, you know, like I was thinking, who am I to talk about happiness? And I find myself thinking that, you know, am I even qualified to talk about happiness? Firstly, it's a broad topic. And then, you know, I think there's no one universal key to happiness and it looks different to different people. And then secondly, I felt that, you know, I'm not the happiest person around. In fact, I think a large part of my day is often filled with a lot of anxiety and worries. So I'm someone who constantly worry a lot about everything, you know, including how to even handle this episode. <laughs> yes. But then I still want to talk about it, you know, even though it's a challenging one, because even though I'm still on this journey of discovering myself and what happiness means, it doesn't mean I have to shy away from talking about it. And I feel that it's an important topic to explore and discuss. And part of the reason why I'm doing this is so that I can put it out there to learn from you guys as well. Alright, so through this journey of finding myself, I realized a few changes in myself that I just thought that it would be worth sharing. You know, even right now, to be very honest, most of the time I don't feel happy, but I do feel that I'm more fulfilled now in life as compared to the past. And I think in a way I can say that I'm in a happier state, but it is still a challenge for me to define this happier state as well because it's not a state where I see myself laughing more or you know being joyful and bubbly in my day-to-day. I used to think that being happy is all about that, you know, being cheerful all the time, but then I realized that more often than not, it's something that comes from within you. Like if it's ever quantifiable, it should be quantified from within and less from what it seems on the outside. And I have to say that, you know, this episode is a highly opinionated one. And today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you three powerful lessons I've learned from my own personal experience so far, which I feel brings me a step closer towards happiness. So lesson number one, I've came to realize that happiness means coming to see and accept myself for who I am, even if no one else does. Okay, And I think one big difference between the past and now is that I'm able to see the self within me. I mean, I've always been able to see the self within me, but I've been able to see it more clearly when I started consciously looking from within. And, you know, that side of how I'm constantly stressed out about almost everything and, you know, I basically absorb people's feeling a lot, you know, which means I constantly think about how people feel when I do something. Like, you know, if I'm not feeling well enough to meet my friends, I really feel stressed out when I have to reject people because I tend to absorb and really taking people's feelings, especially people that I care about. So I've came to actually look into myself and, you know, see why am I feeling this way. And, you know, to be honest, it's not something that I can control. You know, I'm just wired in a way that I sometimes put myself into 
other people's emotions a lot more. So I pretty much still do, you know, to a large extent. But the main difference was I was more aware of my tendencies. And I came to realize that there's this term called, you know, highly sensitive person. And I may just be one of them. So highly sensitive person is a term for those who are taught to have an increased or rather a deeper central nervous system sensitivity to physical, emotional, or social stimuli. Okay, so this means that they get triggered and they feel more when they are exposed to, you know, certain things. It could be noise, it could be lights, it could be the crowd, people, you know. So I've been called too sensitive for so many times in my life that I sometimes have grown to hide that part of me pretty well. And regardless how carefree I look on the outside, you know, probably I've just built that as a defense mechanism for myself over time. You know, internally, I know that I feel those emotions strongly. So it doesn't matter whether I build a defense mechanism on the outside, but internally, I still feel those emotions to a large extent, more strongly than probably the average person. And to some extent, I really hated that part of me last time without knowing what it was. You know, I'll ask myself, you know, why are you like that? You know, this isn't something normal people would care much about. And I would tell myself to stop being so sensitive, stop caring so much, like just stop and be normal. You know, that to some extent adds another layer of stress when you know that, you know, people are really not accepting you and then, you know, you come to not accept yourself as well. So I realized that it's so important to have self-compassion for yourself and to accept yourself for who you are, even when others don't, okay? So to do this, of course, you have to be really self-aware and know what is it, what is really you, right? So what changed was probably my perspective. So I came to accept and see myself for the person I am. You know, I see this part of myself more. So I see myself with someone with high empathy instead of being too sensitive. So in a way, I'm actually reframing how I'm seeing things. And it's true that it will always remain a challenge for me in many situations. You know, when I go to crowded, noisy places or when I go out with big groups of people, I just get overwhelmed. And when I'm in professional work situations where I have to leave my emotions aside, I get uncomfortable as well. But over time, I've came to accept that side of me. I've came to embrace it and I know that there's nothing inherently wrong with it. I started to accept myself and see that I have the power to accept myself first and see that, you know, these traits I'm having are not a bad thing. They are not a bad thing as long as I can manage them properly. And there's nothing wrong about being too sensitive. So how I accepted myself was I saw the beauty of all these traits that I'm having because these traits of mine allow me to form deeper bonds with people. Yes, I may get overwhelmed more easily. I get sucked into people's emotions more. But on the other side of things, you know, I'm able to feel more for others. You know, I get deeply moved by beautiful things around me. And, you know, I'm just someone who cries a lot when it comes to watching dramas, especially those really... I don't know, you know, heartwarming ones with both positive and negative feelings. And I cry for both positive and negative emotions. Yeah. And then once I accepted it, I start to think, how can I cope with it? 
you know, how can I cope with the not so good parts? So for instance, how I cope would be, you know, maybe when I'm watching a news with a lot of violence, you know, which can feel rather intense for me, you know, I can choose to move away from it. You know, I can choose not to watch it so that, you know, it doesn't get to me. <laughs> yeah, of course, you know, it's still important to watch the news, but I'm just saying that certain news, if, if it brings a lot of discomfort, I have the power to choose to move away from it. And then I also notice that I'm someone who needs a lot of rest and downtime. Like if I haven't mentioned, I can be alone for weeks and, you know, you wouldn't see me complaining about that. You know, I love being alone. You know, my friends call me a loner. So, yeah, you wouldn't see me complaining about being alone. And I just feel a very high need to retreat to a very quiet place or quiet room. Because I usually catch myself having a lot of emotions that I have to sort out. So I do need a lot of time to myself to manage that. And, you know, I came to prioritize that more. You know, it's not something that comes to me, but I actively manage it by asking for the rest time. And then it had really came to a point where I want to fully be myself now and embrace that part of me. And I can tell you that this gives me happiness when I come to accept myself for who I am. And I enjoy managing myself and I see that it isn't a bad thing like I used to tell myself. So just by that itself, I'm actually offloading a lot of stress that I've previously put on myself. So I think starting to look from within to see who you are and embracing that part of you which nobody wants to accept and the part of you that you often feel insecure about sometimes is really not a bad thing and you know you will learn to see beauty in those things that you previously feel insecure about all right so that's number one and lesson number two is i've learned that being happy being a happy you doesn't mean being happy all the time and that's just unrealistic even when i say i'm happier now it does not mean that I'm always feeling happy. So in fact, I must say that through this journey of finding the self, I feel a lot more feelings of discomfort and it has never been more challenging for me. So it's a type of challenging feeling which I've never felt before. You know, I don't know how can I describe it, but then I would say that I'm feeling challenged, yet I do feel connected. You know what I mean? So you know that feeling when something is so damn hard, but then it still feels so damn right? So it does feel right to me, and I feel that it's right to some extent that nothing good comes easy, and everything has its thorns, but you know, choose your thorns wisely and carefully. So if I have to describe what I'm feeling at this moment to you, you know, honestly, if I look within myself right now, you know, am I feeling happy? I think... I'm actually feeling more anxious than happy, to be very honest. I still get nervous because I'm not the best speaker around. And, you know, public speaking has never been my strength. And, you know, even though I've done it a few times, I love doing it. And, you know, each time I do it, I still feel anxious. And, you know, don't get me wrong, it's exciting to be able to share, you know, all these internal things with you. But then there are challenges that comes with it, right? So it goes back to the self. Like, you know, as a perfectionist towards almost everything in life you know or rather the things I care about in life I think the anxiousness comes from the expectations I often set for myself you know sometimes my expectations for myself can be 
sky high, like crazy high. You know, like the need to be better than who I was from yesterday. And the idea of perfection just drives me crazy. And you know, it's crazy. I can't even describe this overwhelming feeling, I feel. But I do feel overwhelmed easily by not living up to my own expectations. And sometimes, as an idealist, I think my expectations for myself is just sometimes unrealistic. Last time, I used to have an expectation that I have to be happy every day. And you know how crazy is that? So, yeah, I think that's one thing I need to learn is to not set expectations which are too high and unachievable because then, you know, you get disappointed and then that just brings you one step away from happiness. So, it still gets to me, okay, that, you know, I feel that I'm someone who is quite hard on myself, even for this episode content. It's my third time recording it. I've changed the content for three times before I decided to do an episode on happiness, okay? And if this time doesn't work out, I would have to find another content. But you know where the happiness comes from for me? It comes from the fact that I'm doing what I like to do. So I like to express myself, you know, I have a high need for self-expression, which I talked about in the last episode and, you know, helping others through sharing my personal authentic experiences is something that is highly meaningful to me. And each time I get drained out, I go back and ask myself, why? Like, why am I doing this, you know? And I always tell myself that this is something I choose and I always tell myself that because what I'm doing is truly something that matters to me. And I derive fulfillment from it. You know, it's not from the fact that I need to re-record my episodes when it doesn't meet my expectations, but it's from the fact that each time I redo something, I'm actually bettering myself towards who I desire to become. So your why has to be very clear, your goal has to be very clear. You know, what truly matters to you have to be clear to you. So for instance, you know, I have a goal for myself. Um not going to say what's that now, but, you know, a goal that is measurable is specific so that each time when you better yourself to the goal that truly matters to you, you derive happiness, right? And you derive that fulfillment for being one step closer to that goal, if that makes sense. So in my case, you know, I get better at self-expressing, you know, I express in a way that is closer to who I actually am. And that gives me fulfillment. And this gives me a lot of satisfaction. So the point here definitely is not discouraging people to set expectations, but you know, more of setting realistic expectations for yourself as you are working towards your goal. And as long as there's healthy progression, you know, it's all good. You know, and even if we don't meet them, we know that we have been making progress, you know, since the start of the journey. And sometimes I came across this somewhere. They say that even resting it's also part of being productive. And resting means you're a step closer. It brings you one step closer to where you want to be. Like even now, I still self-remind myself on this every day because it's hard. To be honest, it's easier said than done, especially if you're a perfectionist like me. But I do notice that the way I'm talking to myself is different now. I can feel the difference personally when I make a conscious effort to be kinder to myself, to talk to myself with more compassion. So in the past, it would be probably like, I need to fix myself, you know, why did I not hit my expectations? I need to get myself together. So I often find myself being very hard on myself. But now I'm just learning to really let it go and slow down for a bit. 
and be realistic about the things we set out for ourselves, right? You know, even if it falls short of what we set out to achieve, I would say embrace the down times, all right? You know, it's normal that sometimes we feel dejected or rather feel down when we don't meet our expectations for ourselves. But, you know, embrace the down times and being happy doesn't mean that you have to be happy 24-7. That's what I've came to realize. Alright? So that's number two. And then number three is, I've came to learn that being happy is knowing that you have the power to choose what to accept and what to let go. And this lesson is so important to me that I really have to share with you. So specifically, what do we choose to accept and what do we choose to let go? So I would say there's a lot of things, but today I'm just going to focus on one thing, which is our thought patterns. So you want to specifically choose what thoughts you want to accept and what thoughts you want to let go of. Because let's face it, you know, we all have uncontrollable thoughts, impulses, but we can choose how we want to respond. It's in our control to choose what thoughts we want to let in inside of us and what thoughts we want to let go. So for instance, like, I'm someone who never felt that I'm ever enough. You know, I always over worry. Okay, I think I've said this for more than like five times already in this episode, but I always worry about what is going to happen next, even if something hasn't happened yet. And I would think to some extent we all do. And that is exactly what steals my peace away from me. And I started to realize that, you know, what caused me to feel stressed and constantly putting me in states of anxiety, it's always these thought patterns of what if, you know, and they are mostly external things that I can't control, which often stresses me out. So for instance, I'll find myself asking, you know, what if my podcast content doesn't meet expectations? You know, what if people don't like it? What if I'm not good enough? I mean, I have to admit that there is a certain kind of pressure and responsibility that I have to uphold once I decide to put myself out in the public, right? And putting myself out of my comfort zone. And I think it's natural to some extent to hold these thoughts, but they are precisely the thoughts that are causing my anxiety and my stresses, all right? And also the need to thoughts, you know? I often catch myself thinking that, you know, I need to be good enough before I can do this and that. You know, I need to prove myself first to be successful and to be accepted by people around me, my parents, my partner, or that, okay? So some people may just say that, wow, it must be really tiring being you. And yes, it is really very tiring internally, right? So I might look okay from the outside, but internally, I am feeling very tired. And that is what people with anxiety are facing, right? You can't tell that they are being anxious, you know, because it's all inside you, it's all from within. And these thoughts might not even be true, you know, it's just associations that we make up for ourselves. That, you know, you need to be good enough first before you can do something. It's not true, but it's something that we keep telling ourselves, right? And yet it's sometimes hard to stop these thoughts from coming to me. You know, they they exist, you know, it's a reality. And I just feel that these thoughts just intrude into my mind without my permission and and they just keep appearing, right? And this is exactly the source of my anxiety as well, I would say, to pinpoint what anxiety looks like to someone having it. So a person may look completely 
okay from the outside, but in the inside, they may feel like it's a battle that they are fighting. So, yeah, don't assume, right? Don't assume that people are okay just because they look okay. Yeah, so on this note, just try to be kinder to people around you. Yeah, this is something that I really feel for and I really want to spread this more and I myself, I am consciously doing this every day. I try to be kinder to everyone around me because I do not know what are the battles that they are facing, okay? So, where was I? Yeah, so the fact that, you know, I'm giving away my power, I'm worrying about things that can't seem to be my control, or rather out of my control, you know, all that kind of thoughts just makes me feel very restricted. It comes to me in waves, all at one time, and it really stresses me out. It makes me feel small. It makes me feel that I can't do anything significant. You know, these are the feelings of self-doubts that I always had to battle, no matter what situation I put myself in. So it does not matter the situation, but it's something that I realize that it's within me. There are the mechanisms inside me that I might need to start unlearning and de-associate them. De-associate, is that even a word? But, you know, de-associate means start unlearning those associations that I create in my head. And no matter how much you value being kind to others, someone else might not, and they might not think twice about being unkind to you. You have absolutely zero control over that. So I realized that when you attempt to control what people say or do, that's when we get stressed. We let this define how we act. We let their words dictate us and stop us from moving forward towards the direction we want to go. You know, it hinders us. So others' opinions started affecting me less as part of growing up and as part of my growth in this journey. So how I see it is, you know, everybody is their own context. They have their own stories and battles shaped by their childhood, traumatic experience. And, you know, sometimes I've learned that what people say has nothing to do with you. It has a lot to do with them. But how we choose to respond, how you choose to respond, has everything to do with you and your relationship with yourself. So everything starts from yourself first. It starts from self-healing. It starts from within. And when you start to focus on the relationship you have with yourself, you will find that happiness comes from knowing that you are more in control. So for instance, when I have those thoughts of whether I will eventually be worthy enough or whether people are going to accept me, these are mostly external things that I can't control. And you know what? I have to let it go. If I continue to hold this within me, I'm not able to move forward. So what I can control is, you know, accepting that I'm enough, accepting that success means doing my best every day in my own capacity. So I redefine my idea of success every day depending on my progress. And I accept that I can go as slow as I need to as long as I'm comfortable with the pace. And I choose to focus on what I can do now that is within my control, that is within me. And somehow when I do all of that, I just feel so much happier with myself. You know, I have less to worry about. I have less expectations to meet other than my own expectations that I set for myself. Although that can sometimes be sky high as well and out of reach sometimes, which also gives me a lot of anxiety, right? And that's something that I have to, you know, start unlearning as well as a perfectionist. 
and you know it's hard man it's really hard right so just to recap okay three lessons i've learned about happiness number one happiness means coming to accept yourself for who you are even if nobody else does and number two being happy doesn't mean being happy all the time it's about knowing how to show self-compassion during the low times and be kinder to yourself when things don't go the way it should and number three being happy is knowing you have the power to choose the thoughts that you want to accept and the thoughts that you want to let go it's about how we respond and react to things and if i may add in a fourth one i realize that these days i keep adding additional stuff at a summary but i just felt that this was important to share as well so i think happy is also about living in the present moment and there's this quote that i came across a few weeks back and i found it to make perfect sense so if you're depressed you're living in the past if you're anxious you're living in the future and if you're at peace you're then living in the present and i can't agree more because being at peace is only found in controlling what we can do in the present moment like what we can do now you know if you're always thinking about what you can do tomorrow or what has already happened if someone has hurt you and you just keep thinking about it or what is going to be happening tomorrow it's going to invite a lot of stresses so right now if you would ask me how would i define happiness you know i would define happiness as a feeling of being at peace with myself where i feel more comfortable in my own skin and also knowing that i have no power over others and i should stop trying to change others or the past situation i don't have to be right you know being at peace is more important than being right i have no control what other people say about me but i have the power to choose how i want to define things and how i want to live my life and i accept my inner self my thoughts my drives and my motivations and you know accepting myself doesn't mean i'm not trying to improve myself it's more of seeing myself for who i am so that i can improve in the direction that speaks to me not in the direction that others want me to become it comes from how i view myself how i view my work how i validate myself and know that my thoughts and my emotions they don't define who i am and that is the improved relationship ultimately that gives me happiness and that comes from also finding myself first so that's where it really comes from and that's my definition of happiness at the moment so there are 101 ways to define happiness and then i think probably if i define what happiness means to me today it might be a different definition tomorrow you know it's constantly changing i mean people are always changing every day and we have different goals every day and we define our success differently over time so i think it's normal but right now i'm on my journey of finding myself so these are three ways i've identified that would help me to derive happiness in my day-to-day and the secret to being happy starts from within and it starts from the relationship we form with ourselves thanks for chilling in if you enjoyed this podcast don't forget to subscribe you can also connect with me on instagram at chillbynet on my website chillbynet.com to join the conversation and assess our show notes have a great day and we'll chill again very soon